0: is Actually, You Are a real runner with Jacqueline Riccio. How to look in the mirror and not zone in on a body part that you hate and fall down a rabbit hole. Okay, so have you ever woken up and looked in the mirror and been like, oh my gosh, you are so ugly. What is wrong with you? Why can't you make yourself look better? What's wrong with your thighs? What's wrong with your butt? Look at your waist, your arms. Like, what is wrong with you? Or maybe you're someone because you've done that before. Now you just completely avoid the bathroom mirror or you don't even have a mirror in your bedroom because bedroom because you don't want to see yourself. You're afraid that seeing yourself and seeing your body is going to trigger that so you just completely avoid it. You try to be abstinent. And that's cool, like we know that abstinence works until it doesn't work, right? And then you do see a mirror. You're at Target and you see a mirror or you're in the bathroom at work and there's a mirror there. You can't take all of the mirrors out of your house or out of uh, other people's environments. And so it's like, how, how do you navigate life? Like if you look in the mirror, you hate yourself or you avoid the mirror, how do you see yourself in the mirror and not zone in on something you don't like and fall down that rabbit hole, okay? So if this is you, You're not alone, unfortunately. That's like this really unfortunate thing. You're not alone. This is something that so many women deal with. This is something that I dealt with for a very long time. The mirror can be very triggering um, and it can start that shitty body image day. So today, what I want to teach you is how to look in the mirror and not zone in on a a body part that you hate, how to be pretty neutral when you see yourself in the mirror. This is really, really, really important. So you can actually feel good in your body and feel good in your day. If you think that I am just going to count calories and get to being in this smaller body and then I will like myself. Think about a time that you lost weight in the past or you were in a smaller body when you were in college or high school. Did you, like, were you able to be pretty neutral or positive about your body back then? Probably not. (laughs) Probably not. So just micromanaging food and just over-exercising and getting to this smaller body does not guarantee that you're magically going to like yourself. If you're anything like me and the way you got to being in a smaller body or you get to it is by obsessing over food, you're going to be obsessing over your body. If you get to that smaller body, you're not going to enjoy the journey. You're not going to enjoy looking in the mirror. It's just going to be the shit fest. Okay. So I would like to help you avoid that and actually feel pretty good day to day and help you keep doing the things that you want to do that make you feel good. Okay. So if the first thing you say to yourself, in the the first thing that you say yourself uh, when you wake up, when you look in the mirror, the first thing you say to yourself ever is something shitty to yourself. It kind of directs how the rest of your day is going to go, kind of directs what you're going to be saying to yourself the rest of the day with like pretty much any action that you take. Okay. So I'm not going to pretend that this is a dove commercial and that you're going to like every inch of your body or that you're going to love every inch of your body, that you're going to love every piece, every part of you. It is okay to just be kind of neutral about things or just be like, you know what? That used to bother me a ton. I don't absolutely love that thing, but it no longer triggers me to falling down this rabbit hole. Okay. So if I use myself as an example, there are still things about my body that I don't absolutely love. I have cellulite on the back of my thighs. I have a very large butt when you compare it to the top half of my body. I have a no I have these like nose crinkles here. I have wrinkles on my forehead. I have a vampire tooth. There are these things that used to bother me so much. And I thought, oh man, I have to fix all of these things so that I can present myself and I can just exist. And Honestly, it just gets so exhausting trying to fix yourself constantly and instead of just being like, all right, this this is what you get. <laughs> this is who I am. This is how I look. I'm imperfect. Um, uh, these things no longer trigger me so what I want to teach you is how to deal with those imperfect things and just move on I'm actually going to today's gonna be a little bit different I'm gonna walk you through a worksheet that I use with my clients so if you're listening to this on um, the podcast or you're watching the video I'm gonna have a link so you can click the link and you can work through it yourself Um, I'm actually gonna show you how I worked through it for myself uh, and I'm going to tell you the thing that I tell my clients that you can watch the video or listen to the podcast and you can read all of the self-help books, but unless you actually do the work. And when I say work, I don't mean going and on the treadmill for eight years. I mean, writing the shit down, getting this stuff out of her, your head and onto paper. Unless you do that, your mind is going to continue going at a million miles an hour. Writing stuff on paper slows your thoughts down and it helps you be able to actually examine those things that you're thinking about yourself and decide, you know, is this actually in alignment with the life that I'm trying to create for myself? Is this actually in alignment for if you want to lose weight, that's fine. But like, are these things actually going to help you get there? And if you get there, are you actually going to enjoy this lifestyle that you've created? So writing shit down helps you uh, examine these things and shift it to the way that you want it to be. This is an ABCDE worksheet. It is from Cognitive Behavioral Coaching Therapy, um, CBT. Uh, This CBT has not CBD, CBT has been phenomenal in me learning to understand my anxiety, learning to understand depression, and learning to navigate life with these things that I know have been present since I was like in third or fourth grade or kindergarten, so long. These these thoughts have been present for so long. CBT has been phenomenal in me learning how to shift my mindset shift my actions, and create the life that I actually want, okay? So I am gonna share my screen so that you can see the worksheets. Okay, so I've called this worksheet how to deal with unpleasant events in actually move forward. So this is like a really good title. We're going to use it when it could uh right now in this situation concerning the mirror, but you can use this worksheet when it comes to any unpleasant events. Like if you um don't do so well in a race, you you know quit a race or you get hurt or um you have a binge you someone says something shitty to you about your body. We you can use this worksheet in so many different um different scenarios. And I love that. I think that when I'm teaching you something, when I work with my clients on something, I want to teach them techniques so that they can learn to help themselves, so that they can learn that, no, you're not broken. Um, There's nothing fundamentally wrong with you no one no one's taught you these things but now you have these tools in your toolbox and you can move forward so when you're like oh shoot this unpleasant thing happens i you can go through this worksheet and it can help you no matter what that is so again a link to this an empty or a blank copy will be in the show notes, the links. Okay, so how to deal with unpleasant events and actually move forward. So A is for activating events. So the activating events in this scenario was, I woke up, I went to the bathroom, and I saw myself in the mirror, and immediately said, oh my gosh, Jacqueline, you're so ugly. What is wrong with you? Your thighs are huge. Your butt is huge. Your body is so big and gross, and just like fell down this rabbit hole of, feeling shitty. Like, let's just, just keep piling more stuff on. You can't do anything, right? Jacqueline. Seriously, this is, this is what I used to do. Um, the beliefs, what are the, so B is for beliefs. What are the beliefs in the thoughts? So what did you say? What did you think? And so I said, oh my gosh, you're so ugly. So we're isolating those thoughts, like actually writing it out. I know I just kind of like, touched on it a little bit with A, the activating event events, but let's like write them out. And it can be a little painful to read these things, but it's good to examine these thoughts and these beliefs. So, oh my gosh, you're so ugly. What is wrong with you? Why can't you just be skinnier? Why, why do you have to be you? Why can't you be prettier? Why can't you do anything right? Mm, okay. So if those are the thoughts going through my head, what is, what are the beliefs I have about myself? I, have, I believe I can't do anything right. I believe that I am a failure at everything I try, even just trying to make myself look nice. I am a failure. I can't do anything right. Um, I am imperfect. And that's a bad thing that I am not perfect. Those were kind of the beliefs that I was operating from. Okay, C is for consequential emotions and actions. So what did you feel? What did you do? So I just felt worse about myself. When these are the things that I say to myself in the mirror, I feel worse about myself. I feel disappointed. I feel ugly. And I know that feeling ugly isn't an emotion, but I just like I just felt crappy. I felt like an ugly person inside and outside. Um, I felt gross about myself, like I couldn't get my life together. And then the actions, the consequential actions, I would try to exercise harder and I would try to reduce myself to 1200 calories. So, this is even after doing Whole 30. This is after I'm like thinking to this particular situation. This is after doing Whole 30 for, I don't know, like a year, after breaking up with Whole 30, after I think I had completed already two marathons and did my 100 day running streak, I still felt really shitty about myself. So it wasn't meals, it wasn't movement, but this mindset think sucked. Um, and I still felt like, wow, you still can't do anything right. Even though you did those, those amazing accomplishments, still this not enough, still this, you can't do anything right. Um, and so uh, I would wake up the next day and it would feel even worse because either I was hungry because I had only eaten 1,200 calories and done two workouts, or I had binged and went overboard and just either way, can't do anything right. And then the next day, the same shit would repeat. I would zone in on parts of my body, problem areas, and quotes, problem areas, imperfect areas of my body that someone told me, this is a problem. You need to fix this. You don't look okay. So now we're going to move down to D, which is disputing questions. Is this belief helpful? So this arrow up. This belief that, Jacqueline, you're so ugly. You can't do anything right. You are imperfect, and that is a bad thing. Does believing that move me forward? Oh, it doesn't? (laughs) It doesn't weird. Huh. So what does believing that actually result in? Ah, believing that. Um, I can't do anything right, and then I'm a failure, and you know, I just I'm an awful human, just kind of makes me more of being an awful human. Now I'm being really abusive to my body. I am obsessing over imperfections, or I am binging like crazy and just feeling shittier about myself. So it's not helpful. Believing that I can't do anything right and that I'm ugly does not help me do things. It does not help me feel good. It does not help me feel prettier or feel accepting of myself. Believing these things about myself just makes me feel shitty day to day. And we know that our lives, our lives are not. Your life does not start when once you lose fifteen, or once you lose twenty pounds, or once you lose hundred pounds. Your life does not start then. Once you get to a certain size, or once you cross the finish line, your life is lived day to day. And if this is the shit that you're saying to yourself day to day. And this is the shit you've been saying to yourself for, you know, the last decade, the last two, three decades. You've been saying these things to yourself since you were in fourth grade. Fuck. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, why, why are we doing this to ourself? What? What is this life that you're creating? It's not fun. It's not enjoyable. This is not, you were not put on this earth to just be a jerk to yourself. You weren't. You absolutely were not. So let's shift some things, okay? This belief sucks. <laughs> These beliefs suck. These thoughts suck. Let's make some shifts. What are the effective? So E is for effective. What are the effective beliefs, the effective thoughts, and the effective actions? And I like to think of this as like, what are the things that are actually going to help you, help you move forward? Um, and a hint, if you think that, no, I just need to be more authoritarian, I need to be more strict, a hint that I like to check if um, if this is the right thing to do is: Would I want a young female to believe this thing, or think this thing, or do this thing? So sometimes I feel like I need to be harder on myself to get myself to do this thing, and then I'm like, Well, would I want one of my kindergartners thinking this way? Would I want my second graders thinking? Or believing this or doing this would i want one of my second graders thinking about counting calories or looking at herself in the mirror and feeling really insecure about her body would i want one of my second graders um exercising two times a day would i probably not so if it's not good enough for a five-year-old and it's not good enough for a second grader if it's not good enough for those young females in our lives and i'm not a mom i don't and i you know i have some nieces but they're not close by i don't have a ton of close females in my life but I can think about the younger version of myself that's a helpful thing if you're not a mom or you don't have kids think about the younger version of yourself are, are you okay with the second grade version of yourself believing thinking and doing these things are you okay you can even think back to the first time that you noticed there was something wrong and putting quotes up something wrong with your body or someone told you there was something wrong with your body or something wrong with the way that you eat and you think about that young girl inside do you want her believing these things about herself and thinking these things and doing these things? And chances are probably not, right? So what are the effective beliefs and the effective thoughts and the effective actions? So the, so I know for myself, um, the effective beliefs are I can do things. I am someone who can figure things out. When I think about my running, like how I, I learned to become a runner, the best part of learning to become a runner – wasn't that wasn't my time it wasn't losing weight it was wow i took something i was kind of bad at it bad at and made it something i'm pretty decent at like creating evidence that i am the type of person who can figure things out like that that's a really amazing belief and would i want that belief for the younger version of myself yes hell yes would i want that belief for my yes yes i want my kindergartners to believe those things um, other beliefs, like, so the kind of highlighting obsessing over my body does not actually help me effectively change my body. Um, it only feels more obsession and hate and ultimately sabotages the happiness and consistency I actually want in my life. So believing that my body is okay where it is now and it's okay to want to changing it to change it, but believing, Hey, this is okay. Where you are right now is okay. You're not far behind. What you're doing is okay. So accepting myself and affirming myself. Those are those are more helpful beliefs, more effective beliefs. Thoughts. Um, reminding myself, my body is strong. My thighs might be big. I'm very small on top and I'm a little bit bigger on the bottom, but reminding myself my body is strong. I am strong. My body can do a lot of things. I can do a lot of things. I may not like every inch of my body. That's okay. Um, I'm not going to ever look like a perfect human. I, it just, I'm just not. It's okay that I have these things on me that look imperfect, that I am not a supermodel. I'm not a cover magazine model. Those things are okay. I'm just a regular human walking around. Like it's okay for me to just look pretty basic, pretty Average, pretty nothing, nothing special about me. That's that's okay. Um, the actions. So in the past, my actions were being super authoritarian with food and exercise, or being very permissive and then neglectful with food and exercise. The thing that actually is really effective is just being pretty normal with food and exercise, being pretty consistent, consistently eating lunch, consistently working out. I'm consistently, consistently moving my body. And what that looks like now is like working out for 15 minutes and going for a dog walk and going for a bike ride, you know, eating vegetables, eating protein, eating a little bit of processed fun food. Those are ways that I am consistent. And then the last thing that I, that last action that I need to do to, um, be consistent is like work on my mindset work. So, The ways I do that is like mirror work, uh, talking to myself in the mirror positively, journaling a lot, talking to other positive humans, um, shutting down uh, body shaming talk, whether it's myself doing it or someone else questioning why they're doing it, kind of reframing, shifting things, Um, reading books where there are positive females who are not obsessed with their bodies but are Working on other things in the world that has nothing to do with them making their body look a certain way. And I want to say with this all of this, um, sometimes when we talk about like body positivity or even just being neutral, sometimes we can feel a little guilt or shame that we want to change something about the way our body looks. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with wanting to lose weight or wanting to change something. I know for myself, I actually do want to put on more muscle. Um, And I want my arms to look a little bit more muscular instead of – they're kind of just sticks. They just are. This is like naturally they're just very skinny. I want to put on more muscle. But the way I'm doing it is believing like, Jacqueline, you're strong, instead of, Jacqueline, there's something wrong with you. It's like, hey, you're strong. Can we increase the strength? Can we do this in a fun way, right? So um, the last thing – I didn't put it on here, but I – When I was really working on not being a jerk to myself, I would put post-its. I mean, I have post-its everywhere reminding myself of the thing that I'm trying to do. So if you are zoning in on a body part that you don't like, you'd want to put a post-it note up on your mirror to remind yourself like, hey, we're being neutral today. Hey, we're focusing on being strong. Hey, if you do fall down this rabbit hole, you need to pull out this worksheet that Jacqueline created for you and go through these things. Alright, so today I taught you how to deal with uh, zoning in on a body part that you might not necessarily love, but how you can at least be a little less shitty to yourself, a little less mean to yourself, a little less of being a jerk to yourself, So we might not absolutely love every inch of our body, but we can reduce harm. We can be a little less of a jerk to ourselves. And now it's your turn to try this out. I want you to grab your own copy of this worksheet. Again, the link will be in the notes, and I want you to work through these questions. So one of the things I always tell my clients is that our brains are not stuck. We think that because we've been doing something for 30 years, that the past equals our future. I've always been a yo-yo dieter. I will continue to be a yo-yo dieter. I've always had an issue with food. I will continue to have issues with food. If that's what you believe, those are the actions that you're going to take and the results that you're going to get. But if we actually believe like, hey, actually, I can shift the way my mind works, the way my mind thinks, you're going to get that. So I want to teach you a word. The word is neuroplasticity. Neural brain plasticity means flexible, something that you can shape, something that you can mold. And the truth is we can reprogram our brains. We can think the thoughts that we want to think. We can do the actions that align with those thoughts. We can get the outcome that we want. And then when we get that outcome, it kind of fuels that, that like core belief. It's like, oh, actually, okay. You know, I was kind of trying this on and like pretending and now I'm actually getting those results that go along with this thing. Uh, One of my clients was like, oh, Jacqueline wasn't bullshitting. Jacqueline, you're not bullshitting me. This actually works. What you're saying makes sense Intellectually, I believed it, but I didn't understand it until i actually started doing it and started seeing it happen right you might be one of those people that's like cool jacqueline kind of talks about these like out there things but once you start doing it once you start seeing it in your life then you're like okay this makes sense i can do this okay so today you learned that you can shift the way that you talk to yourself you can learn to look in the mirror and not zone in on a body parts that you hate you can change your body and learn to love it, but you really have to work on shifting the way that you talk about yourself, shifting the, uh, the thoughts that you have, shifting what you believe about yourself. And a great way to do that is putting a reminder on your mirror so that the mirror does not become a trigger for falling down a rabbit hole. Rather, the mirror becomes the trigger for saying kind and helpful and effective things that you'd want the five-year-old version of yourself to be doing as well enjoy your pizza implants enjoy your imperfect life i will see you in the next one take care